Hello everyone, I'm Tommy Atomic Rodriguez and welcome to another episode of Cinema Smoketography. Joining me today is no one, usually producer man Isaac is here or some other guest, Crystal or Ray Ray 420 But uh, nobody's actually here with me today, Isaac is still, you know, taking care of some personal business. So he'll be on back soon. I want to welcome everyone to the first ever video podcast of Cinema Smoketography. This is a very big day for me, I was super excited to do this. And I know we usually talk about movies on here. But we are going to be talking about the FX series show, Dave. I ended up, I don't have cable myself, so I actually stream everything on Hulu. So all 10 episodes are available on Hulu now. Normally I play a video clip, but uh, the video clip I was going to play got taken down for copyright reasons on Instagram. And I didn't want that to happen here because this, the song I picked was such an impactful song to me from the series. So I didn't want to ruin that. Cinema Spoketography is brought to you by the Anchor app. So if you're trying to make podcasts, this is the best way to do it is on Anchor. They actually record the podcast. You can record it or you can do it directly off your phone and they will send your podcast everywhere. So that's what we're reading. And also brought to you by Tea Time. Tea Time is the time where I actually go out and get some tea from the homies at the local boba tea shop. Cindy, Victoria, if you're listening and or watching this, thank you for sponsoring Tea Time. And no, I will not give you any more money today. But it's neither here nor there. Episode, we are smoking a mix that I've been enjoying really well. A mix of Tangier's for play on peach with a hint of mango cheesecake for Azor's dark line. So let's get into this. So there are 10 episodes here. And if you're not familiar with Dave, it's the story of Little Dicky. Little Dicky is a very talented rapper and comedian, really. And he's been compared to like Lonely Island and other comedy groups like that, but he is not just a funny rapper, he is a very good rapper. His most famous video I think on YouTube is Save That Money, where he made an entire music video with literally no money. So that's just a little history on Dave. Dave is the story of how he pretty much became famous and is very reminiscent of how his life is in real life, so it's loosely based on that obviously with a minor few exaggerations here and there. And this show is mixes comedy, seriousness, and all, it's all around a fun time. If you watch shows like Atlanta, which I hear it's been compared to, I've never, I don't have a point of reference myself, so I couldn't tell you about Atlanta or anything like that. But it is very interesting to see how the rap industry works from one point of view. So let's get into it, shall we? The first episode really kind of hits you what the tone is for this because Dave is actually talking to a doctor concerning a problem down there if you get what I'm saying. Right? So he immediately explains before he looks at the shaft of what's wrong with his penis. And if I understand this correctly, it's very uh very real of what he has. Microspasia, look it up. It's very interesting. So he had a lot of surgeries he was explaining in the show, but that's it's just a little bit of gross out humor but it's actually super funny. Rotten Tomatoes gives this a 62% from critics and a 91% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, which is actually really well. I agree with the 91% because it is a very good show. The show really does entail a lot of different people. The cast and crew, Dave wrote everything right himself and he's very hands-on to everything that was going on. So Dave Bird, Lil Dicky plays himself, right? We have Taylor Mackinson, Mackin? Mackie? Ma I can't pronounce her name, plays Dave's girlfriend, Allie. Allie is 
if you pay attention to Little Dicky music, you'll notice Allie is actually the girl he's talking to in Pillow Talk. Right, so that was actually really cool. I thought that was awesome and a very nice Easter egg. Then we have Dave's roommate, Mike, played by Andrew Santiago. He also has a podcast on YouTube. And I forgot what it was called. Jesus, I am so bad at this. Uh, something something whiskey. And he talks with Dave a lot on the sh about the show and it's actually super good. Then we have Els Taco Bennett. Travis Taco Bennett. But he plays his, the sound engineer and his best friend, Els. Then we have Gata, his real-life hype man that he put in the show, which is awesome. And I, Gata is just one of the best characters. And I'll explain why in a second. But it, there's a whole whole episode dedicated to Gaten and what, what his life is about, pretty much. So the first first episode, the gander. The gander is Gator describes as your yourself. You own your own personality and Dave is trying to really trying to get his gander really and trying to set himself off. And the way he does that it is a very interesting way he's trying to get YG he walks into the studio trying to do some do some stuff with Els and YG's in the studio. And this series is actually downplays the amount of celebrities they actually put into the show which is very kind of very kind of reminiscent of how we would kind of act in front of celebrities we don't know what to do right so that's where they kind of downplay and i think that's a very good asset although i wish they uh did a little bit more with it right so david's bringing tuna fish right as he's trying to he, he's, he's eating tuna fish and this thing's at the studio and like he makes a joke about it oops Luckily, we have tables, or that would have been bad, right? So that's a very interesting point of the point of there. And then now he's trying to figure out how is he gonna get YG on his song. And Gator tells him, "Well, you gotta give him money, right? To get a famous rapper on your song, you have to give him money to get him on the track. So that makes sense." So Dave pulls out his bar mitzvah savings money, and this is very true because Little Dicky's career started when he moved from as an ad working at an ad agency when he took all of his bar mitzvah money, which I think was $6,000 to move to LA and start videos. In this case, it was $10,000 that he had to wire to YG to get him on the track. So that was actually super interesting. If you, like I said, I've been reading up on Little Dicky history so I can uh, sound factual on my podcast. So that's actually super good to see. Sorry, I'm fixing some coals as I'm doing this. It's my second take, so I thought this one would be a little bit better than the first. But we're going to save two two impactful episodes i'm going to talk about exclusively in a moment here episode five and episode nine but the first episode really kind of sets the tone of everything that's going to happen and you're going to see in the show dave is a very comical character himself right and it's the way he talks and i can't really describe the way it's not that he's condescending he just thinks very highly of himself which you should right when you know you're good at something you should show confidence and that's what he does best and i love every moment of it So Dave wires $10,000 to Nutty, YG's manager, and then gets ghosted by him. And then he is just baffled of what's going on. So it's a whole big thing, and he thinks that Gata set him up. So he goes to Gata's house in the hood, and he confronts him about it. And he, it, this is just shows how little Dave actually knows what's going on, because it went way over his head. He's like, no, dude, Nutty just probably changed his phone number. Let me get you the new one. Right, and then he realizes that Gata didn't set him up, and he was just kind of skeptical. Els and Mike were kind of skeptical about everything that was going on. And Mike's relationship with Dave, not just as his roommate, but it's very, very funny to see. Like, Mike's a very stern character. He talks very firmly, he's very confident, and he's 
he is the smartest man in the room when it comes to Dave and everybody else, and you can see that. Dave, on the other hand, is a little lazy and a little takes a little interest into his own own stuff here. So let's go ahead and get into episode two a little bit. Episode two. Oh, before I fin go into episode two, this is where you see you don't really see Dave rap in the show at all. But he was trying to get on the, get a verse with YG, and YG wants to put him on his Instagram, and he's not rapping. He's like, "What? Come on, spit something. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go." Dave's not about it. He's like, oh, "I don't know." So then you hear the freestyle, and the freestyle just blows everybody away. Oh my god! And that was just so great, and you can just see the the lyrical genius that this man comes up with, and I just cannot believe what came out of his mouth, and it was so good. And YG was impressed. And at the end of the show, he didn't get what he wanted, but. He ended up still being friends with Gata, and Gata's like, oh, were well, you trying to get studio time with me while sitting this all up? Was, oh, yeah, man, you know how, already know how it goes. He's like, no, no. I didn't, he's, and Dave is actually, you know, flattered that he's trying to be part of Gata's gander. Huh, I say it's super funny. Get part of his gander to get, get into the studio, and Gata's been, you know, a hype man before, and he's been doing all this other stuff, and that's where their, their friendship kind of bonds with a little bit. Alright, and to the next episode, Dave's First. Dave's First is Dave's first concert, and it really comes about because he goes to Allie's school, and Allie is a school teacher, and they're given a play about the Earth. And Earth is another callback to one of the Little Dicky songs that came out last year called Earth, and he released it on Earth Day. Super good song, you should check it out. So, it was really good to see, and then this is where we kind of see Dave. Dave's, uh, what is it? What is the best word? Perfectionism kind of taking the place here because he has this over in life persona he wants to achieve to because he perceives himself as the next Kanye West. I don't think he's the next Kanye West, but he's a very good rapper. But in his mind, he perceives himself as that great of a person to have that kind of level of knowledge of everything and he is super ready for it. So that was actually kind of good to see. And then you see throughout the episode, he is trying to just pretty much do his best right throughout the whole thing and Dave is trying to do as much as possible to make this the best first show ever and it's for a child who passed away in Ellie's class and that's where Dave's having a little bit of issues how do I talk about someone and do a performance about a person I never knew right so he's having a lot of problems with that and then as the episode goes on you see him more and more being pretentious I guess you would say the word is he's being very like kind of rude to L's and everybody is like oh this is the kind of L's is taking him as as a joke like this dude is crazy right he's like oh you have two jobs and you forgot the graphic on the other laptop you had two jobs bring the graphic and press play I really hope you don't forget how to press play and that was just the funniest line ever and I couldn't help but laugh because you just and I understand how it is because I am also a perfectionist and I want to make sure everything is done perfectly as well so I can really see how that would play into effect here See those clouds? Fucking great, right? So, and then, it's super funny, because when Dave is meeting the parents of the deceased child, there's like, oh, he really looked up to guys like you. He's like, guys like me? They're like, yeah, rappers like you, like you and Macklemore, and it's just, he's like, okay. And then we get a, he's getting ready to perform, right? He's getting hyped up. He's like, all right, everything's ready to go. And then we see Macklemore kind of show up to kind of take the spotlight from him. And it was, it was really sad, and this is where most of the uh, comedy kind of comes into play in this episode, where he is just, 
Oh. I guess. Oh well. And he just gets, gets blown off. Right, so that's a very, that, that was actually kind of comical and it just kind of ended that way. He's like, oh, I guess we'll go in the car and leave now. I'm sad. So that was actually a pretty interesting thing to see. And like I said, they downplay the whole Macklemore's performing out of school because, you know, Dave doesn't know how to how to talk, talk to these people about these kinds of things. So he's like, oh, okay. Guess I'll just shuffle on over here now. Right, so it, it was a pretty funny thing to see. Uh, and then we get into episode three. Episode three, Hypnodazius? Hypno, oh, no, no, I don't know how to pronounce nothing. Uh, we're going to skip over that. Does, now let me talk about episode six. This is a very interesting episode to be as well because this is where we see not just Dave's perspective on how he is now and he's about to do his first show in, in his hometown of Philadelphia. He is dealing with personal demons about how his friends saw him back in the day, right? And it kind of shows from back and forth, back and forth of how everything's kind of going, right? So this is a very interesting episode as well because, like I said, Dave has a very high, you know, high confidence level for himself, and he thinks that when he did the talent show as a child, that's what really made him believe that he could be a rapper, right? But you kind of see in the episode that those kids weren't his friends. They were making fun of him the whole time. So that was just super, super interesting to see and see young Dave kind of kind of just make a fool of himself and everybody, I can relate to that because I did a couple of silly things when I was a kid just to try to make friends and I realized those people weren't my friends. But those guys who are my friends, I'm not going to mention you guys by name, but you know who you are. All right, they stuck by, they stayed, then shows like, because Els was hit with him the whole time and Els is his really good friend and tells him, dude, that telling show didn't make you who you are. Like, you're good. He didn't say that in those exact words. Those kids weren't, you know, wanting to see you rap. They wanted to make fun of you. You're not funny. You're just funny, right? Because he would do stupid things. Like he would uh, stuff his face in the, in the, into his food. He would do what's called a bird bomb where he cracks a head, screams, and jumps in the bush. Bird bomb. So it's, and this is where you, you really see that those kids weren't his friends where they made him do it in front of a girl that he liked. And I was like, ooh, that must hurt hurt a lot so that was very very sad to see and then Dave's in the club and Gate is telling him no man we got to do this we got to do this like well you're kicking me out they're kicking us out of the spot like no hell no hell and then Gata wasn't having it right so Gata gets upset and then they they go leave the club and that's where Ellis kind of tells him like yeah dude you're not you're not funny to them they just want to use you for what you have Right? And then he gets everybody into the show, and they're, now he's starting to see that, too. It's like when they sh break the glass, you see everything that's going on. And that's what Dave's seen. Like, these guys are trying to use him to get all kinds of stuff. Like, oh, one of their friends were let out the door, so let him in, let him in. And stuff like that. Like, it's, it was pretty interesting to see, and this is where it gets really dark. Dave now confronts... He's having a little bit of an anxiety attack, right? So, and the funniest part of this episode was probably the meet and greet. So he's meeting all these different people and they're asking him weird ass questions. And then one got really weird and it was just, he was just super awkward about it. Like, oh, no, 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 buddy. Go away, go away. So that was actually pretty funny to see too. So that was the best part. But the darkest part of this whole episode was where Dave pretty much killed younger Dave. Like, and it was so weird because he did the whole smack his face into the food thing. And then he's like, no dark times, dark times, and killed his former self and 
pretty much emerged as a little dicky as he is now. So that was very, it was, this show isn't just comical. It shows real life perspective on things that people kind of deal with, right? And a good example of that is episode five, the episode I was saving for a little bit. Episode five, Hype Man. Now, Gata, as I already mentioned, is Little Dicky's Hype Man in real life. Gata has no acting experience whatsoever. But this episode really showed how Gata's personality was. And it tackles a real serious issue of bipolar disorder. And Gata has a temper issue. He gets too hyped up and he gets too mellow or he gets too low on himself. So he has to go get his dosage for his pills. And you see Gata's prescription. Gata back in the day getting kicked off a tour bus because he was getting way too hype Right, and he was just getting mad about it Cut back to Gata in the mall with his mom. and He got a whole bunch of shoes and so he owed somebody money Right, and then Gata has this intense scene and this scene just Really shatters all expectations of what you're what you already know about the show at episode 5, right? After he got punked and took all the money, got robbed, pretty much taken all his money, like all his money was just given to this guy that he owed money to, Gata flips out, saying he doesn't need that, he doesn't need you, he's gonna be on top, I'm gonna take all of this, I'm gonna have every single one of these things. And he just goes off, and I mean really goes off on all this. And Gata just, that scene alone was super, super intense. And you just see what's going on in Gata's perspective, right? He's now crying with his mom's like, I'm not sick, I'm not sick, but he has bipolar disorder and then he's taking his pills and Dave is rehearsing and trying to like, you are my hype man, what's going on? What is this? What, what are you doing? I just need to sit down. No, no, no what, what the hell's going on? And this is where Gata's biggest, and I mean biggest secret has come out because he's never told anybody about this. He tells them that he has, that he is bipolar. And he's just saying, I love you guys. I just, I don't, I've never told anybody about this. And that's what you see. And then he is crying actual tears. And this is, remember, this is a man who had no acting experience whatsoever. And he is shedding tears on camera in front of Dave, Mike, Els, and he's just breaking down. Now, you can criticize Dave if you don't like him. You can criticize the show if you don't like it, but this episode will make you change everything. This was such an impactful episode, I can't even describe how crazy it is, how he wants to just be this person, right? And Dave accepts him and he, trying to figure out how he's gonna do this uh, first show, right, in Philadelphia. So he opens up with a little graphic, be like, hi, I'm Dave, Dave Bird, you might know me as a little dicky. This is my hype man, Gata. And Gata explains that he has bipolar disorder. So we're gonna put on a great show for you, and I hope you guys all enjoy it. And that just sets him so different from everybody else, and I just have so much respect for little dicky as, not, as well, not, not little dicky, Dave as a person. Right, because I don't know if it if that's based on a true thing about Gata, but if it is, he is not only being such a good friend, but a good person to really help somebody with that kind of problem get through everything. And it's just it speaks a lot about a person's character, about how you're gonna approach these kinds of things, because we all have our own problems in life. I have a little bit of a problem with depression. I'm pretty open about it. I used to have very dramatic episodes and me myself I thought I had bipolar disorder. Luckily I didn't. 
but it just that this episode really spoke to me because not only was it a serious issue but they tackled it so well and didn't make it a joke right and i can't explain how amazing that is and this is what really made me decide now this is one of the episodes that made me decide to do a podcast on this because i just think that if you haven't watched this show and you want to this should be you should not watch anything else but watch episode five first in my opinion because you will just understand like these people are really taking care of their friends and at the end of the day like you only have your support group to really kind of help you through these things and i thought that was super awesome to see so that is one of my top top two favorite top three favorite episodes next to uh to gander because the first episode is great but that's an that was what i wanted to take a little time into because that is such a good episode episode five hype man you are gonna love love it you're you may have your emotions for this but by that time you will understand why you will love the show episode episode seven is a story about els and his uh new girlfriend which is ali's roommate what's her what's her name let me pull it up real quick we have christian co as emma uh, Ali's roommate and then this is this is an episode all about Elle so they don't just highlight Dave they highlight everybody in the episode so everybody in the series so everyone gets their own series episode like Mike also has uh, episode himself because he wants to help Dave and this is where Mike becomes his manager right in that episode so they also they do not only just focus on Dave and everything that's going on with them but also the side characters so you feel a connection with each and every one Mike is a very very good businessman and he knows the industry and he's hearing about how other managers work so he's like oh i can do this no problem so he becomes dave's manager right and that was a very good episode as well it was very comical because this is where you get the whole oh somebody suck me right and that's their way of saying like oh fuck me right that's i that's how i see it that's i think that phrase is or they're just like somebody suck me like it's a very real good like fun thing to say so Mike capitalizes on that and makes somebody suck me into a meme and that's how Dave becomes famous and that's where you kind of see where he'll almost do anything to become famous because Dave didn't really want to do it to begin with, right? He was kind of reluctant to see and he got mistaken for, Gata got mistaken for Wiz Khalifa and he was just like, how do I get famous? So Mike helped him get famous by using that but you can see that Dave wasn't happy about it. He wanted to be known as Lil Dicky, not the somebody suck me guy. So that was also a very interesting episode to see. Then you can see how he would really do this to become famous. So I, I, like I said, I thought it's not the best episode, but it is something that kind of highlights Mike in a sense and show what he's willing to do for Dave to try to help Dave accomplish his dream of becoming one of the best rappers ever. And episode seven, What Would You Wear, is pretty much... Elle's just trying to get faint, trying to be a better sound engineer, right? So he gets in linked with who is it? I, I forgot the rapper's name. Trippy Red. Trippy Red actually plays himself in the in the series as well, and he is now talking to Elle's, and he's now working with him to become a sound engineer, and he's they're really vibing with each other. Later in the episode, he goes on tour with him. Not not in the episode but later at the, in episode 10 he goes on tour with him and dave's kind of sad about it but he's happy for him at the same time excuse me i'm so sorry about that oh man just had dinner a while ago so it's starting to burp up a little bit but yeah no that was a very interesting episode episode eight is where we start to see where dave's about to become well little dicky is about to be little dicky 
and get his first album. So he's going through all these record labels trying to get signed. Really, and then that's where you just kind of see where... Very interesting. Mike is giving a presentation to say, Lil Dicky is a great person, blah, blah, blah. Like you, He'll be a great asset to your label. Dave denies it. Denies the first offer. He's taken as a joke as a second one. And I think this is where Chloe Bennett... If you don't know who Chloe Bennett is, she plays Sky or Daisy on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and I think she's such a good actress and then she's actually one of Dave's really close friends like you follow them on Instagram and Twitter and they're really really come and this is where you know she plays a little cameo as a producer if I seen if I'm I'm trying to find it see if that really was her I probably should have done that before but it was actually super super funny to see and if that was the case that was just that was just some fun love to do you know what I mean to have your friend be in your show and that just shows some kind of respect now, this is where, and the episode is called Pipe, episode eight. And this is where Dave gets in talk with Betty Blanco, and Betty Blanco is a very popular, you know, sound engineer and pretty much the godfather, and Els looks up to him so bad even though he thinks Els sucks. I don't think he really thinks he sucks, but he just uh, said it sounded too white, and that just really crushed Els. And he gets invited to Justin Bieber's party, at house party. And this is another thing, too, where you see Dave not knowing how to act in front of other, you know, celebrities and stuff like that. What I think all of us would be like, right? If you got invited to Justin Bieber's party, like, oh, I, I, do I bring somebody? Do I not bring someone? Who do I do? And then Allie's trying to go, but she's like, no, I'm gonna go to the bar instead, try to use reverse psychology, but it didn't work, right? So that was a very interesting episode as well. Now, and this is where, like I said, this is where you kind of see the human aspect of the show because think about it from your his perspective, right? You're just now getting into the game, you're getting introduced to all these people, and Justin Bieber asks you to come over. Do you just over-invite yourself and over-invite a couple other people to come with you to these parties, or do you just go by yourself, right? And then that's where Betty Blanco's girlfriend comes in, and she's like, oh, why didn't you bring your girlfriend? He's like, oh, uh, I don't know, I didn't know if I was supposed to bring someone. Well, of course you bring somebody to these kinds of things. He's like, oh, and then he kind of has a realization kind of just wandering through the party where he meets Khloe Kardashian, of all people, and they have a talk about myth you know, men giving birth, and that was just a very comical thing to see because they were having an argument because if you remember way back in the day, a male did give birth to a child, but it was a trans man giving birth to a child. It wasn't an actual, you know, man. So that was the, that was the whole argument in there, and it's, it's a pretty funny scene to say, but like, oh, how, would you, how does it feel to be famous with your family all at one time? You're like, well, I'd rather be famous with my family than with anybody else and that's when Dave kind of has that realization oh I should have invited Allie right now I'm gonna skip to episode 10 and I'll skip to I'll talk about episode 9 in a minute which is my favorite episode mind you so jail now this is where you know he signs to the label he's about to release his first single called jail now if you ever heard little Dickie's rapping or any of his music, he any of his music in general. He is a very talented man, and he knows how to pretty much promote himself, and he knows what kind of music he wants to put out. That's something a little bit edgy to show that he knows what he's talking about. And he has a deeper meaning in almost all of his songs. Let's take uh, professional rapper for example, where he meets Snoop Dogg and he's having a conversation with him during a meeting, and like, why should we work with you? Well, I'm very different, and he tells a story while he's doing that. Pillow Talking is another great uh, great song as well where he's having a conversation with a girl he's he just now slept with and they're having the conversation like, oh, 
you know, about, you know, vegetarians and God and science and stuff like that. Do you know about Pangea? This bitch don't know about Pangea. Brand, live it on. Hmm. Sorry. I just, every time I think about that song, that's what kind of pops into my head. So, and this is where Dave's having a lot of, you know, back and forth with Mike about, I want to release this song, it needs to be released, it needs to do this, it needs to do that, and Mike's not having it. Like, you're about to give, a, give up everything because you want, to, you want to release this song? He's like, yes, get me out of this deal. And you just see, like, the raw emotions of how he wants his music to be seen by the world, which is, I can relate to because I do this. I do, I release podcasts. I release YouTube videos. I post a whole bunch of stuff, right? So I know how he feels when he wants to be seen as a certain way, right? And I'm very meticulous in how I do my, my own stuff. So I really understand what he's feeling. Like, yes, I want to have my my YouTube videos like this, or he wants his music to sound like that, and he doesn't want to, you know, censor it for anybody. So he's having a lot of feedback, and then he's talking to Betty, Betty Blanco about it, and he's like, yes, this is such a great show. This is such a great song, and he understands the concept. He's like, thank you. So this is where he gets him in line for The Breakfast Club. Now, I've seen the original Breakfast Club interview with Lil Dicky and Charlemagne the God, and it's nothing like what it is on the show. Now, when you see it, when you go back and watch it for yourself, don't just take my word for it. Go watch the interview yourself, and you can see how they have like a very—he's very like open to it, to him about everything, and talk to him as a buddy. But in the show, he's kind of looking down on Dave for not, you know, introducing yourself as a little diggy, being different. Like, oh, do you pride yourself on being different like that? He's like, no, I just think if I'm going to introduce myself to somebody, I shouldn't introduce myself as a little dicky because that's not who I am. That's just my persona, right? And that's very different because when I introduce myself, I don't say, hi, I'm your friendly neighborhood who called just No, I'm Tommy Rodriguez, right? When they ask me about my life, I say, yes, I do do this. So I, once again, I relate to Dave in that perspective where I can see where he wants to be known as Dave and then obviously he's a little dicky, right? Obviously, but he wants to be addressed by Dave, right? So and then there, it comes with a racial population where he's using a black man as a tight man and they're just kind of questioning it. Right, and he's like, "Oh, Gator, come here real quick." He's like, "You think he's like, why do you want Gator to be your hype man? Because he's black? No, because he's just a great person. He's done stuff like this before." He's like, "Oh, and he's a good dancer." He's like, "Oh, because because he's black, of course you would think he's a good dancer." He's like, "That's not what he was trying to do at all. He was, you know, really just use having Gator as one of his close personal friends." And like I said, in in hype man, you just see the friendship and the, how close they are together, right? So, but they don't know that. They don't know that at all. So it seemed like he was being attacked and then he just shuts everybody up by rapping for them and he was about to release jail. And this is where you have the two most important people to him in this moment kind of just look at him with sadness because he wants to just pop off a few jokes. Gator says like, you know how many people would kill to have a record deal? And you want to just release jokes because you think it's not being fair and you don't want to play the game? Like just think about somebody else other than yourself and he kind of realizes this and Mike who is like I said very very successful businessman quit his job when he got the first advance from the chat from the record label and now he's gonna throw it away because what he wants to release his music his way he's not just ruining himself that way potentially he is ruining 
two other very important people in his life. And that's where this, that, like, again, once, once again, this just shows that it's not just gross out humor, it's not just a fun show, it's not just a story about Little Dicky, it's how the other characters affect him too, right? Because Mike is his close friend, his roommate. They're trying to solve his back acne, back acne problems together, right? So he really does love and respect Mike, and you can see that. And then you see what's happening, and then they're all looking at him. He's like, you know what? This song's not ready yet. I'm not, I'm not going to release it. I'm sorry. It was too soon. X, Y, and Z. He's like, oh, so what are you going to do? Let me rap for you instead. He's like, you're going to rap for us. For 8 million people right now, he's like, that's 8 million potential new fans or 8 million people get to say you suck or maybe not and that's where he is showing how good of a rapper he is it's like i said you only hear him rap two times well three times if you listen to jail like in the beginning but three times you hear him rapping the whole time and both freestyles fucking murdered them both no problems whatsoever and that was just such a great moment to see now dave as a show is such a great show to watch like if you are a fan of little dicky you're going to love it because you already know what he's about if you're new to little dicky this is going to give you a new perspective on his music and everything else and i think it's so great but the one thing i want to talk about the most and the reason why i think this is such a great show and i think they should have not used this as episode 9 but episode 10 or towards the end of it at least was Episode 9, Ali's Toast. Now, Dave is in a crossroads between signing with the record label or keep going, right? And trying to see what's got out there for him. So he's trying... This is the part... I used this part of the song and I got taken down from uh, Instagram. So this is that's why I didn't want to put it up here because I just think it's so great. And I just can't believe... Like, it's... It's such a great show. I mean, I should probably... I'm gonna play a little bit of it here. And this is where you really, like, Allie and Dave have such a great relationship. Right? And it's, um, it's super great. Like, I'll, I'll talk about it in a second. I just want you to hear this little clip. We don't have time to wait. That, uh, that part really touched my soul. I'm sorry, I'm getting a little teary-eyed, but... <sighs> this was the best episode. I, not only because I think, like I said, I think this is a great show, but... Their relationship is so pure, you know, and they have such a great relationship with each other. And if you watch Ellie's and Dave's interactions... Let me wipe my eyes, Jesus. Um, they have such a great chemistry together, and it's so great to see. And um, I, I love it. Like, I love them together, and I really want them to work it out in the show. Because I feel for these characters, they're so great. Oh my god. So, Allie and Dave are going to Allie's sister's wedding, and Allie's trying to figure out a toast, and Dave's just focused on Dave. Being super self-centered. Right, and trying to figure everything out, and they're going day by day before the wedding, right, to figure out Allie's, um, Allie's speech. And Dave is being you know, shown by other people, like, people are recognizing Dave, and Allie's just kind of, you know, in the background, right, so she feels unimportant to Dave's life. And I can't, like, and I really feel for it, because I felt like I've done this too, 
to um, a past girlfriend of mine. Like I didn't make her important enough and you know who you are. And if you think it's that person, no, it's the other person. I'm not gonna mention names, I shouldn't do that, but nor should I be putting my business out like that on the internet, but it's the internet so I can do what I want and this is my personal feelings about it. But it's such a good episode and like I said, you really see the interaction between the two because Dave in another episode was really, you know, hypospasius, that's what it is. In episode three, they kind of talk, Dave is, you know, afraid to look at his dick pretty much and Ali kind of helps him, you know, conquer his one fear, which is his biggest insecurity, his penis. Right, so that's that's another episode where you see the relationship between Allie and Dave work so well, right? And it's just so such a great episode. And then they have an argument, and this was such a raw argument for them to have. You know, like I don't want to be second to your life. I want to be just as important, right? I want to be there for you, and that was that was very impactful to me. I I can't believe like and then that's when they break up at the end of the episode and it's just so sad and you see Dave just have a total breakdown in the car and it's just him super upset about everything and I can't believe like I I'm sorry I'm so sorry um yeah and then Ali's toast was just saving the magic and it's always gonna be there and that was a such a great speech and that's when you know, that's when I knew this was going to be a great show. Not because of the other, you know, eight episodes that came before it, but this episode was the best episode. If they used this as the finale, I would have not been mad. Because it's so pure in how raw emotions and how relationships would be. So this is the reason, this episode is the reason why I decided to do the podcast on Dave. I'm going to flat out say it. this is the episode that made me realize this is what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. So, um, I'm not really going to talk more about that episode. I just want everybody to know, like, episodes 1, 5, and 9 are the best episodes of the entire season. Of season 1, we're hoping to get a season 2. I think it is going to be a very good thing. See if we get another, another season, because I think it's just a great show. There's a lot of fun Easter eggs if you are a Little Dicky fan, like I said. Uh, let me point a few out. Like I said, Allie is the girl who plays Pillow Talk in Dave's song Pillow Talk. Like, he's the girl he's talking to, right? Throughout the whole thing. All right, so that's that's where she's from there. And she's just such a great actress. And then when he first meets Betty Blanco, you actually hear one of the verses from Professional Rapper in the song as well. So there's small callbacks to Dave outside of the show. Right, him in real life, that's what you see. So I just think there's a few Easter eggs. I There probably are a little bit more, but those are the ones that I noticed. If you notice some other ones, leave it in the comment section below and let me know where to find it, because I would love to see it. And what can I say about this, this, this show? This show is a 10 out of 10. This is some of the best television to ever come out of 2020. I don't watch a lot of TV in general now, because I stream everything, but this, but I found out this was becoming a thing, I needed to see it. And now I am super happy that I watched every episode. If you have Charter or DirecTV, it's probably on demand, but you can also watch it on Hulu, all 10 episodes. Be sure to go like it, go watch it, and you'll not regret it whatsoever. If you're new to Little Dicky, this is gonna be a great time for you. If you're already familiar with Little Dicky, it's just gonna reiterate, reiterate, reiterate the fact that you love him and this is why. 
So that's all I really have for you guys today for this podcast. Thank you for joining me for the first video podcast that we're going to be uploading on YouTube and it's going to be put on Spotify and everywhere else. Be sure I'm leave those links in the description below. Be sure to follow me on Facebook. Look for this beautiful face, Tommy Rodriguez. The Hookahologist page is also on Facebook. Be sure to look out for that where we release videos, podcasts, and pretty much anything else. And if you have any suggestions, leave it in the comment section below what we should talk about next. Right? Follow me on Instagram and our Twitter under the underscore Hookahologist. And Dave, if you're watching this, I'd really love to talk to you about the show. This is such a good show. And that's all. like I said, that's all I really have for you guys today. Until next time, guys, keep smoking.